And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Saskatchewan government provides a big boost to improve global food security. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. The Saskatchewan government has announced a major boost for research to tackle global food security. The provincial government is providing $800,000 for state-of-the-art equipment in a new Roots of Food Security Research Facility at the University of Saskatchewan. The program is led by internationally recognized plant scientist Leon Koshian with the U of S College of Agriculture. He's also associate director of the Global Institute for Food Security, set up in the year 2012 by Nutrien, the government of Saskatchewan, and the U of S. Research will focus on breeding better crops with more efficient root systems to grow in less fertile soils. The goal is to position Saskatchewan as a national driver for change in agricultural and food security issues. The total cost of the new facility is $2 million, with additional funding coming from the Canada Foundation for Innovation and in-kind contributions of cutting-edge technology from vendors. It's one of those rather rare an unusual situations where feed barley is bringing a higher price than malt barley at times. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. He says there is limited demand for malting barley right now. Well, I think malt is more kind of just chugging along, doing its usual thing. Um, you know, like on the one hand, we've sold a lot more barley to China. Uh, the industry would like you to think that it's malt barley. I, I don't know if it's malt or feed or whatever. But, uh, you know, we haven't seen, I, I would suppose that supports the malting barley price, but I wouldn't say we've seen a upward, like the malt barley prices haven't gone up this year tangibly from where they were last year because of this incremental Chinese demand. On the feed side, we've seen, you know, solid cattle numbers. We grew a very, very good quality crop in Western Canada across the board in terms of, you know, spring wheat and, and durum and that kind of stuff. So there isn't a lot of like other grains trying to get into the feed market uh, right now. And the other thing is the Canadian dollar is really, um, you know, kind of tanked here in the last uh, month and a bit, uh, gone, going from like 82 to 76 and a some cents. And, uh, you know, that's just really cut down on the arbitrage opportunities for U.S. corn or U.S. Uh, DDGs. That being said, I mean, they've even bought some of that because, there just seems to be a relatively strong feed demand. And one thing you can never, you know, you can never deny demand. If the demand is there, the demand is there. And there happens to be demand right now for feed barley. And it seems like in certain areas, a stronger demand than there would be for malt barley. So some farmers are actually selling malt quality barley into the feed market? I don't know what any particular farmer is doing. I would just say that, you know, we grow a crop of barley, uh, you know, uh, some of it's selectable, some of it's not selectable. I, I think in this past year, a higher proportion of the barley than typical would have been selectable. Um, and, you know, but the demand for, for malting barley hasn't tangibly changed in Canada. So, you know, I, again, I, I can't speak to what, what people are selling. I would think most of it's feed varieties, but, you know, a farmer can sell what he wants into the market and decide his own profitability based on that. We just passed our first official day of spring. What do you think is going to happen with uh, the spring seeding decisions, given all the snow we had last week? Well, I think people are feeling a little bit more sort of a contained confidence that they're going to be able to plant the crop that they want to plant right now. You know, we don't hear the 
and again, we're not speaking about any particular individual farmer, but we're not hearing a widespread concern about where we are in terms of the soil moisture today. I mean, people know they need more after this. That didn't solve the whole problem where there was a problem, but it gives you enough to kind of get what you want. So I think farmers are basing their decisions now more on market uh, than on, you know, looking out the window and saying, oh, you know, there's just not enough moisture out there. I'm going to I'm going to plant the lower cost things because I don't want to put I don't want to spend money on stuff that, uh, you know, I won't get a return on because it doesn't grow. I mean, I think people will be faced with some of those decisions maybe later on if we don't get like you know rains after we get planted but uh, right now i think people are confident they can plant what they want what seeding intentions are you expecting what what's going to happen with the crop what crops are going in the ground well we think canola is going to go up we think wheat is going to be down just a tidge we think durham's going up uh and the big losers we think are going to be you know some of the pulse crops like red lentils and and peas and those kinds of things uh, you know, some like red lentils is going to go down more than, say, the green lentils and uh, yellow peas is going to go down more than, say, green peas. But, you know, and chickpeas are going to go up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, pulses are going to be the one that kind of falls out of the rotation a little bit. And uh, canola is going to go up. Durham's going to go up. And, uh, you know, in terms of uh, eastern Saskatchewan and western Manitoba, I think like Saskatchewan had a, a bad um you know, the the perspective is that the perception is that they had a bad go of it with soybeans last year, so they're probably backing off soybeans a little bit and planting other things instead of that. Uh, whereas the Manitoba guy is probably planting, you know, about the same amount of soybeans that he planted last year, and with this last little run up, he might uh, hammer in a few more soybeans. Neil Townsend is a market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Grade 3 students across Saskatchewan are learning about soil through a new education resource developed by Agriculture in the Classroom. Dig Deeper is a resource kit that tells the story of soil and the role farmers play in care for the natural resource. Chandra Guzikowski is Ag in the Classroom's communications coordinator. She says there are many other projects as well for the schools. We have many programs uh, for um, actually even K to grade 12. Everything from high school students, we offer cooking competitions to other elementary programs like food farms where the students actually get to go out to a farm and plant seeds in the spring and then come back in the fall to harvest their crops. Kuzikowski says it's important for students to learn at an early age about farming and know where their food comes from. Some grade three students from Saskatoon and Darriot were at Prairieland Park this past week learning about soil. One of the guest teachers was Rob Choman with Novozymes. What we're talking about today is soil and all the different beneficial microbes that are located in the soil that help plants grow and fight diseases and fight insect pests. And so that's what we're uh, spending our time talking about today with them. Joman says the kids have some interesting questions. Kids are interested in exactly what microbes do, and so they're asking us questions uh, specifically around, you know, what their function is on plants. And then from our perspective within Novozymes, we research microbes and uh, produce them 
uh, for farmers to use, and so they wonder how we do that. How do we how do we find these microbes and identify you know which ones are good and which ones are bad, and and how do we multiply them and get them out to farmers? So lots of really good questions from the kids. Choman hopes to encourage a spark of interest for students in agriculture. One of our mandates is we hope to educate a million people by the year 2020. So that's a target that we set up uh, for ourselves globally. And the objective of that is twofold. It's, it's to educate the general population in terms of what inoculants are and, and how microbes can help in feeding the world. But we also hope to inspire the young generation to become scientists or to become growers that use the inoculants to help them grow uh, effective crops. So we're, we're looking to, to achieve both objectives today. Novozyme has been involved with Ag in the Classroom for several years. For the past 15 years, we've been general sponsors of Agriculture in the Classroom. And more specifically, this year, we enhanced our sponsorship by contributing to the development of a soils kit that teaches kids about soils and the microbes in it. In it. And that's basically what we're launching and showcasing today. Joman outlines the soil kit contents. So teachers do have the ability to order the kit to use in the classroom and it comes fully prepared with a curriculum that they can use. And so within the kit itself, there's different soil types. There's um, uh, magnifying glasses. There's uh, a game in there that uh, we use to teach kids, you know, about what bacteria and, and beneficial fungi do in the soil to help with growing crops. Choman says Danish-based Novozyme embarks on similar projects in other countries like the U.S., South America, and Europe. The new soils kit will be distributed to 300 grade 3 classrooms across Saskatchewan. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Canola fell a dollar twenty at four eighty two thirty four. Oats went down three seventy five at one twenty seven forty four. Number one red spring wheat declined twenty six cents at two twenty nine forty five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifty eight twenty five. Feed barley one eighty seven sixty three. Flax four sixty three sixty eight. Yellow peas, 236.37. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is up two and a quarter cents at 5.95 and a quarter a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Hard on Unstuck here in Moose Jaw. 250 cattle on offer at our Thursday regular sale, mostly of all cows. These good, big, strong, grain-fed cows are from 88 to 93. These hay-fed cows from 76 to 87. Good bulls are trading from a dollar two to 12. Sales right up to a buck 16. 1500 expected for our Tuesday, March 27th pre-sort. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 130 to 149 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,900 head, selling in a range of 127 to 146 per CKG. 
100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, March 23rd are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 141.88, Ham's Cash, 140.38, Thunder Creek Brick 148.35, and High Life, $148.39 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 70 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2958. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.83 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are finishing the week lower. We're down nearly $1.50 100 weight in yesterday's trade, hitting their lowest level since early October. The market is heavy with hog supplies, allowing packers to maintain high, efficient production schedules without having to fiercely compete for hogs. However, the market is largely focused on the latest development in Trump administration's trade policy that targeted China, with an estimated $50 billion in tariffs yesterday. China quickly responded with a plan to retaliate against the U.S. action, which includes a 25% tariff on U.S. pork imports. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. A snowfall warning is in effect. 10 centimeters of snow and blowing snow today. Wind southeast 50, gusting to 70, diminishing to 30, gusting to 50 this afternoon. The high today, zero. Snow ending tonight, then clearing skies, risk of freezing drizzle, though, late this evening, the low minus 4. Saturday, increasing cloudiness, wind southeast 30, the high plus 2. Evening, periods of rain or snow Saturday, the low minus 4. Sunday, more periods of snow, the high plus 2, the low minus 8. Monday, sunny, the high plus 4, the low minus 7. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 3. Wednesday, sunny with a high of plus 4, the low minus 6. Thursday, sunny skies, the high plus 4. Normal high is plus 3, the normal low is minus 9. The sun rose at 6.55 this morning. It sets at 7.15 tonight. On the roundup, we have Estevan at minus 1, Saskatoon and Swift Current both at minus 1, Yorkton and Weyburn both at minus 2. The hot spot in Saskatchewan right now is Maple Creek at plus 7 degrees. The cold spot up in the north, Collins Bay is minus 9. By the way, the Canadian hot spot right now is Qualicum Beach, B.C. at 7.9 degrees. So it's only 1 degree cooler in Saskatchewan, in Maple Creek that is. Once again, around the province, Estevan, Saskatoon, Swift Current, minus 1, Weyburn, Yorkton, minus 2. In Regina, with snow and blowing snow, it's minus 1. That's 30 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-southeast at 45, gusting to 63, giving a wind chill right now of minus 9. 93% is the relative humidity, and the barometer is dropping at 101.8. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 1. Winds are from the east-southeast at 47, gusting to 56. Once again, Regina, light snow and blowing snow. It's minus one, that's 30 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.